Pietkowski, Rob Dibble, Joe Price, Raleigh Eastwick, and Dave Tomlin. Welcome to episode 49 of this must-listen podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. Hey, there we are. And this is the Three Old Reds Fans podcast coming to you on uh, tape delay from three locations. We're all, we're zooming, we're zooming. Uh, we're all in the heart of Cedarville, famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. As a listener to our podcast, thank you for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever. We have a five-star rating on Apple Podcast app, but we love more ratings and reviews, so please go there and do that. Uh, leave us a review there, a comment on our page on podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at Three Old Reds Fans or on Facebook. You can find us there too. So it's been a while, lots of things going on in our lives, hard to get together. Um, but here we are. We're it's September what? 23rd. 23rd. Reds are getting to play final game with the Brewers tonight and then have a day off and then three games with the Twins. And the Reds, as of today, if the season ended today, as they like to say, would be in the playoffs. So they're not there yet. They got work to do. But, man, here we are sitting here talking about maybe going to the playoffs. So that's pretty exciting. That is very exciting. And so we got four games, right, left to play. So help me out, guys. Um, I uh, In a short series, the Reds have an advantage with our starting pitching. But who's going the next four days? So you said Molly was Friday night. Yeah. Who's tonight? Bowers, Bowers well, tonight. Bowers, Bowers tonight. Molly, Castillo, and Gray. Right. And then Molly, you have – Castillo, and Gray. Well, I then think you there have... was some thought about going with Bauer on Sunday, but the way Sonny pitched last night, you know – I'm fine with that. So, you know, he pitched really well. So, coming off the injured list, which you never know how that's going to be. Well, so. we're certainly peaking at the right time, right? Oh, yeah, they have been. I mean, you know, 10 and 4 in their last 14 games. They had a five game win streak in there, you know. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, just from uh, watching, what do you think? What's. What's what do you feel like sparked this turnaround? Well, I think it's the offense. I mean, the offense has had some timely hitting. Yeah, um, and I think it's timely hitting. I don't think it's an abundance of hitting, but I think it's timely hitting. Timely hitting, right? That's because they were last in the league, if I recall, in batting average with runners in scoring position, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that's changed. So I yeah. think that's the big deal. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? I agree when you said timely hitting. I think of Moustakis. He he seems to have been coming up big. Uh, there's a game a couple of ga- there was a couple of games ago. I think it was runners on second, third, no outs, and the next thing you know, it's two outs. And it's like uh, and then Moustakis went right center field. And the other day, you know, he, he broke up the no hitter to give us the five nothing lead on a high scene, a, a, um, a, a defensive shift position that gave us a hit. Otherwise, it's a double play. So he's been the beneficiary of that, but he's also, he has been smoking the ball. So I agree. There's no abundance of hitting that I recall or see, but timely hitting. Uh, for example, Akiyama, get, last night was a rough night, but getting on base one way or the other, 
uh, yeah. just get on base, and they've been he's, doing that he, much better. He's been the most on base, best batting average kind of guy through all this. Um, I I I did I got on Fangrass here a little bit ago, and I thought, okay, let's look at this hot streak. You know, beginning with September nine, Bauer beat Darvish three to nothing that night. Okay, so they beat the Cubs. Starting with that game, they're ten and four. 14 games, they've hit 20 homers, but their batting average is still like only 210. Yeah. Their on base is still only 314. They're not even slugging 400. And by the WRC plus measurement is 90, which is 10% below league average of 100. So, I mean, they're still like a below average offensive team. And look at yeah. all those numbers. It's obvious. And they're still – but they're winning because like timely hitting and, of course, the pitching has not – is still there. So really, Dan, I mean, I, this team is really still winning with pitching. They just had some hitting. Jeff, just enough the, w, hitting. the WRC plus does not lie. It does not. It never <laughs> does. It does not lie. You, you can't make this neither, stuff neither, up. neither does WOBA. Neither does WOBA. Whatever they are, they don't lie. They don't lie. You know? Whatever they are. And so that. I, and the the starter ERA in these fourteen games is two seventy eight, which is fourth in the league. The Brewers, by the way, are first in the last since September ninth at one seventy one. Is that the, right? Yeah, and the reliever ERA is three eighty three, which is eighth. In the in oh. the bullpen, the bullpen's another reason. The bullpen has been vastly improved. Yes. Over the past what four weeks or so? Yeah, yeah it really. Absolutely. Has. Absolutely. You know, bullpens have ups and downs, but they've had. They haven't had near as many downs, so that's good. That's good. So okay, so help me out here. So Cincinnati and Milwaukee and San Francisco are all at five hundred right now. No, the Giants are. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, going into tonight, the Reds are twenty-eight and twenty-eight. The Brewers are twenty-seven, 27. And twenty-seven, and the Giants are twenty-seven and twenty-seven. But the Reds are in seventh. The Brewers are eighth, and the Giants are ninth based on tiebreakers. So, four games left versus six games left. What's the what's the who has an advantage? Well, that's a good question. And it, and and the Cardinals are twenty seven and twenty five. I mean, they could right. if the Brewers take care of the Cardinals, the Cardinals could get knocked out of this. And the Cardinals are on. The Cardinals are. I can't talk. The Cardinals are only going to play fifty eight games. They're only well, playing. Unless, unless they need to play the other two with Detroit. Right, unless they right, need right. to play the other. So right now they're only – yeah, a good point. So right now they're only playing up to 58. I guess if a winner or a loss could make a change in one of those or two games and they have to go play, right? Who, do, who would they have to play in those? De Detroit, know? I think. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Detroit. So they'd have to go up Monday. Where would those be played? I, I think Detroit, but I'm not sure. Well, Detroit was tough on us early. They might as well be tough on the Cardinals now. Maybe, uh, you know, that'd be that'd be nice to see. So, so there you go. I mean, it's all the Reds have the tiebreaker on the Brewers right now because they have their they have a five and four record against them. Mm -hmm. If they end if the Brewers win tonight and they go five and five, I don't know what the next tiebreaker is in that. I thought the I first tiebreaker was uh, interdivisional, but it's head to head. Well. It's head-to-head -head within the division, I think. It's head-to-head. -head. That's what I read. What I read was that the Reds are 
Reds are right now are listed ahead of the Brewers because they have a better record against the Brewers. Okay. So if it's in your division, it's head to head. If it's somebody outside of your division, it's intra-division because you don't play those teams in the other division. That makes tonight a pretty big game. Giants. It does. If they win tonight, they've got the tiebreaker on the Brewers. And the Giants have a worse record within their division than the Reds or the Brewers do. So that's why the Giants are sitting in ninth. Phillies 27 and 29. The other team in this mix, as far as seeding, are the is the Marlins because they're they're one they're 28 and 27 and they're in six. Well, if they go on a tailspin, maybe still make the playoffs, it could drop them down in the seeding. So, you know, if the Reds could manage to finish second in the division could be a difference. But I think the key is what's if as long as you just want to make it, but you really don't want to be eighth. Then you got to play the Dodgers. You know, too, it's not only anybody else, but it's not only who they play, but is it the is the opponent in a position where they can do more than just cruise or relax? So when the Giants go down and I think they play at San Diego, it doesn't matter. I think they close out against the Padres. If the Padres have nothing to play yeah. for, that's to the Giants advantage, obviously. So we'll see how that plays out with some opponents as well. Yeah, exactly. And those things matter. And, and do the, uh, you know, what do the Twins have to play for? Well, aren't or they in the White Sox neck and neck? Yeah, they are. But, they, I mean, they're in. But how much do you care about, you know, what does seed, how much, how much do teams care about seeding, I guess, is the, is the question. Well, if I'm the Dodgers, in the I – I don't know the Giants. No, that'll be an starting. interesting thing. How much do you care with, you know, as far as managerial moves? The players, are, you guys there? Yep. Jeff, I was going to yeah, your I little, Yeah, I got a little, your internet connection's unstable message. So my question was, you know, you go play the Twins, how much do they care about seeding? I mean, the players on the field are going to try to win. But what's the manager going to do with his pitching staff? Is he going to is he going to care that much? You know, how's he's he going to pitch guys like Homer Bailey, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could face Homer on Sunday. Is that what I heard? Sounds like can we guys, won't. Can you guys Sounds hear like me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Can you hear us? Um, well, I I I think so. Um, but I'm talking, and my green doesn't come up or anything like that quite a bit. I you you asked a minute ago. Who cares if you're the first seed or the second seed or something like that? Well, if I'm the Dodgers, I don't know the Giants' rotation. I think I know the Brewers a little bit better. If I'm the Dodgers, I would not want to face Bauer, Gray, and Castillo. I would rather face one of the other two teams. So, to well, me, so. to me that well, does I agree, except Jeff just said the Brewers have a better ERA over the past few weeks than the Reds do. I, I, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying, look, on the, on the face value of those three starters for the Reds versus the Brewers rotation and the Giants rotation, um, I, I, think no. the Reds, I think the Reds could do some damage in a short series with that rotation. No doubt, no doubt. They can, as long as they score more than one or two runs. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so we're just like – you know, is how know. telling how telling was it last night in the ninth inning you had 
two rookies. And when I say rookies, uh, Stevens has played about what? Eight to 12 games. And Garcia's played about what? 12 to 15 games. How well, telling is it to have those two guys time. going against Hader in the ninth inning? Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? I mean, last night seemed like one of those games where you get guys on base and then you didn't really have the guys coming up you wanted to come up. You know, that happens some nights. So it's like it's like basketball sometimes. You get the fouls, but you get the wrong guys going to the line. You know? Right. So that's just the way – that's just the way baseball is sometimes, you know. I mean, who knows, but – uh, I think the Reds got a great chance against the guy pitching for the Brewers tonight. I can't even remember his name, but he's not somebody that scares me. No, his ZRA is over five. Now, yeah. I think I texted y'all. The only thing with Bauer on his short resume of starting after three days rest, it's not very, it's not very good. So hopefully he'll buck that trend tonight. Hope so. I mean, it's super important. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be mentally, he'll be sharp and ready. As long as if if so. But he's shown a couple times this year where he didn't have great stuff. He's, he's, he seemed to struggle with his stuff a little bit, and he still managed to get through six, seven innings, giving up maybe a run, just just figuring out a way to get it done. And so hopefully that's the key. Hopefully that's what we see tonight. So, And they're at home. That helps. That, that um, home crowd. Yeah. Um, where, do we go to Minnesota to finish, or do they come here? Yeah, it's up there. Okay. It's up there in the Twin Cities. Um, let's see. I have your notes here I wanted to hit on. Um, well, you know, the, the one thing about the Brewers and the Cardinals are that oh, from Thursday through Sunday, at least one of them is going to lose three games. So you got that going for you. We'd almost be better off if somebody swept, swept somebody else, but – you know that wouldn't that wouldn't hurt if the Cardinals just swept the Brewers and the Brewers were out of it, but I don't think that'll happen. But they're playing a doubleheader Friday, uh, Thursday, two two games Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So all they've been doing it is playing doubleheaders. Yeah, right? one of those teams is going to lose at least three games. I sure hope this doesn't come down to the Cardinals playing on Monday, playing Detroit first of the week, and what St. Louis does against Detroit determines whether we make the playoffs or not. Sitting at home watching seeing what happens with that. That would be, be the worst. That would be the, the worst. worst. I'd become the worst. I'd be a Tigers fan for the first time since Sparky was the manager there. I don't, so, so I don't think this is about pitching these next four days, right? It's about hitting. Yeah, because we – I mean, we assume we, – we expect good to – you know, good to great pitching. But we don't know what the – we don't know what the hitters will do. That's for sure. But do you think if we go two and two, we're fine? We'll finish it, finish 30 and 30? I mean, I think you got a good shot with that. We finished 30 and 30. Right now, we're 500 and we're in seventh. We finished 30 and 30. I think I like our chances with that. You know, I'd, I'd like to win tonight. Chance. I think tonight's important. I think tonight has to be, if tonight's one of those two wins, that, that, that helps a lot. I said before these last three series. I will take two out of three against the White Sox, the Brew Crew, and the Twins. Oh, sure. That would get it done. That's – Yeah. That's that gets to 31 and 29. Yeah. That, 31 and 29 is – I think that's a lot. That's almost a lock at this point, um, you would think, based on, you know, what's going on. Um, 
So why do you think it, why do you think they have a Kino hit and lead off? That's an that's an interesting one. I haven't seen or heard that addressed. He's hitting two hundred. His on base percentage is like three thirty three. Well, I think I think Sinzel might be, but Sinzel is still trying to. His timing is off. He he. That that's those are good questions. Akino, Sinzel, Akiyama was hitting up there. I don't know why he's not batting lead off right now again. Well, well, he the reason not last night was because what they threw a lefty out there. Well, that's so yeah. Your that, that your choices, sense. your choices with going against a lefty and you're going to put a righty batter are basically Akino and Sinzel and Sinzel. Most of the time, I'm going to be a Senzel guy. But lately, when he struck out last night with that runner on third and one out, that was just a terrible pitch to swing at and a terrible, terrible at-bat period. I just – I have no confidence in him right now. And who else do you have to bat leadoff, you know? Yeah, well, Shogo's batting leadoff tonight. Yeah, we got a righty pitcher. Against the Brewers. So, it's Shogo, Castellanos, Vado, Suarez, Moustakas, Winker. Aquino, Galvis, and Barnhart. I mean, is that is that a playoff lineup? Is that is that? I mean, you go to game one of the playoffs. Is that kind of is that probably who's in the lineup? I mean, Aquino. We couldn't get. We were like, where is this guy? And now he's playing. Um, there's no Senzel in that lineup. Unless he gets his timing these next few days. Yeah, I mean, you got to go with the hot hands. It doesn't matter who's supposed to be good. It's who's doing good, who's, who's good right now. I mean, that's, that's what you have to, that's you what know, you have to think about. Last night when we had some of the guys at bat, I know Winker's been in a slump, but he's still batting 30 points more than anyone else. And he's still more of a, to me, he's still more of a threat against a lefty than Senzel or Aquino. Just well, a humble yeah. thought. I'm not saying that's the right thought, yeah. but that came to my mind last night when I saw Senzel up there <laughs> and Aquino. It's like, ugh. Winker's, well, Winker's still got the highest on-base percentage. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and Tom, slugging percentage, too. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think Winker's in the lineup in the playoffs, not just because his batting average is 30 points higher. I mean, it doesn't – but because – He's a you think Bella play if, him? If you start pick, if you start ranking guys in order of like who who do you think can most help you in a playoff series? I mean, I mean, Honestly, you know, going to get hot again, and when he gets hot, yeah. he gets hot. I hope you're right, but if we play the Dodgers and you see Clayton Kershaw on the mound, oh, yeah. Bell's He's tendency, Bell's tendency has been he will not play Winker. Well, I could, you know, Kershaw, I could see that. I mean, some run-of-the-mill left-hander, he's going to play. A, a future Hall of Famer, maybe not. Maybe not. Well, then, so then do you put a guy who doesn't have the number near the at-bats of Winker like Aquino and Sinzel against a Hall of Fame pitcher? It, uh, it still applies. Exactly. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad Bell gets paid the big bucks to make that decision and not me. <laughs> I know. I know. I, 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 I totally agree with that. I mean, I – it, that's a hard call. You know, it's not like Winker's a, established himself with four or five really good seasons and you, and you play him no matter what. Like Votto, you play Votto. Votto plays. Moustakas plays. They've got much bigger track records than yep. that guy. So that's, yep. that's a tough call. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
Um, we got, I got a lot of background noise. What's going on? I hear a bunch of background noise. I think I'm hearing Lisa. Oh, it's, it's, it's your house. We can hear all kinds of background noise. I just <laughs> Let me go shut. Let me go shut the door, it, door in the studio here, okay? Oh, okay, yeah. Lisa, they say you're being too loud. I'm going to shut the office door. <laughs> that, that was, Jeff said that, not Tom. Throw us, I just felt the bus run right over me. <laughs> I got, I got tread marks. Hold on, I'm, I'm putting it in reverse. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Okay. So, um, I put out a... A call on Twitter about five o'clock said, Hey, late notice, but uh, if anybody's got any questions, you know, hit us up any topics you want to discuss. And so, our good friend um, Dalton at Daily Dalton on, on, on the on twitter.com, he says, uh, he pops in with a question and he said he wants to know which player plays the most vital role for the Reds to make the playoffs. So over these next four days, <clears throat> who's the most vital player? Who, who's going to do the most, who's going to be the most vital player or for the okay. Reds to okay, get the playoffs? I think, I think we got to eliminate pitchers here because that's too easy. I think we should do a position player for this. Okay. Because that's harder. I'm going to say Joey Votto. Who can carry him for four days? You I'm going to say Joey's Joey Votto. Joey's got to get it done. If well, Joey he's gets it done, we're in. He's going to be up with runners in scoring position just by where he's batting in the, in the order, right? Isn't he batting mm -hmm. third? He's got to be able to deliver with runners in scoring position. I mean, you know, it's that middle of the lineup if you want to get Mustakas, Votto, Castellanos. But if you got to pick one, let's say Joey. All right. Kim, you got a choice? Um, immediately, this person came into my mind, and it hasn't changed. And it, and it fits with Tom's uh, comment about the number three hole. I'm saying the number four hole, Suarez. He, yeah. um, he to, in my opinion, he is the one that has to be the Geno of last year. Good choice. I, that's the exact same one I thought of because – it feels like if he, you know, if he if he gets some key hits and he drives in half a dozen runs over the next four days, uh, get, and gets on base and scores a couple times, but whatever, if he's in the middle of stuff and making things happen, it just feels like that always lifts the team. Whenever he has a good night, it feels like they have a good night. I don't know. I I I don't have the numbers to back that up, but that's the just that's the feeling I get when Gino is so on it really helps. No doubt. So what about, what about Winker? We just talked about him. How much do we need him these last four days? Um, I mean, I think he needs to contribute, but I think if you look through, if you go like tonight's lineup, Castellanos, Votto, Suarez, Moustakas, Winker. If any one of those guys gets red hot, these four, four games, you know, has, a, has like multiple hit games and drives in some runs, it's, a, it's like three homers any one of those guys can kind of carry it. You get a couple of those guys doing a little more than usual than they have been this year. And then I think, I think that's, I think you're in, I think you might win, you might win three games out of four. Boy, think, think about this, you guys think about going into the playoffs. 
What if Winker gets on one of his hot streaks? What if Castellanos gets on that, like he had that hot streak at the beginning of the year? And what if Gino is Gino going into the playoffs? Yeah. With our pitching staff? I know. Listen. Oh, I I think this, I think the the interesting thing about this playoffs to me, I'll see if you guys agree, is that because of the nature of a 60 game season, we, you know, okay, maybe the Dodgers, other than the Dodgers, have we really seen the real anybody? Because, you know, 162 games, really, you, you, you're who you are after 162 games. But how many times are teams not who they – at 60 games, they're not who they are at 162. Right. So it's like the Padres could be like a fraud, you know? Yeah. The White Sox could be a fraud. I mean, they were, the White Sox had a losing record last year, so the Padres, I think. I don't think the Dodgers are a fraud. I don't think the Cubs are a fraud. But are maybe, you, maybe, are, maybe, maybe the Reds are really, you know, maybe they're just starting to find themselves. Are, they're going to be really good. Maybe it could be half the teams in this thing could just be starting to hit their stride and, like, one of them could get hot and win the whole thing. And yeah. <clears throat> you know, the ones that have looked really good and you might, like, call favorites, well – Maybe they're not as good as we think they are. They just had a hot start. And 60 games is like the you're barely into us. I mean, you're two months into the season. No, Jeff, I think you're absolutely right on what you're saying about we're only 60 games into it. There's a few teams that are the real deal, but you're right. Um, all the rest, we just don't know. Uh, I, I think, you know, I would say that the Reds might be that team that's just getting their stride right now. On the other hand, Kim, and I'm interested in your thoughts on this. Sonny Gray's back. Could he last 162 games? Well, didn't he last that long last year, Tom? I think he was okay last year. Yeah, but he didn't have to go on the IL last year, did he? I'm back. Right, but 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 you, Tom, you were saying, could he last 162 games? <clears throat> well, he did last year. Jeff, we're talking about Sonny Gray, so he did last year lasted all season long. So I, I get it. He did, but he, he didn't go on the IL for his back last year. Right. But he did well, this year. Right. So he's having back problems already. And that was, he had back problems before he came to the Reds, if you recall. So it makes you wonder if he would make it the whole season this year because it's bothering him, you know? Well, yeah, I, I guess from that point, fair, fair question. Um, Fair question. This could be this could be a good thing for the Reds that it's a short season uh, that, that we yes, make sir. sure Sonny's around, you know. And you know, he last night he was not the Sonny Gray that we're accustomed to before the injuries, but darn, he was darn close. He, he in other words, he just lost a bunch of batters, the, the number six, seven, and eight batters. He he wasn't the Sonny Gray himself, but top of the lineup, it's almost yeah. like he honed in and he was dialing. He so, looked good. Having said that, I'll take that performance all year long, every night out. No doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I made it back in. So I don't know what all you guys are talking about, but I, presumably this is all recording. So this may be kind of chopped up. We apologize. It could be kind of chopped up with the editing process here or, or just 
or not. Who knows? So anyway, so you guys were talking about signing. What brought that up? Well, I was just agreeing with you about, you know, how we, the Reds could be just hitting their stride and, and, um, you know, they could, end up, they could have ended up really good in the whole full, full schedule. I said, except makes you worry about Sonny Gray. Could he have finished the season? Oh, you, you lose one of your starters starters if it would have really hurt the Reds. So that's the only thing I was wondering about. Well, I think that's a good thing that that's, that's a kind of a good segue here to maybe another thing to talk about is we came into the season with a, who are the, here's the five guys, you know, who are the starters and it's not that anymore. It's Castillo Bauer and Gray still, but Di Scalfani has not pitched well enough to stay in there. Miley's been hurt so much. He's not there. Um, Molly stepped got, up. Now we got Mo Molly stepped up, um, becoming the pitcher that I think we all think he could be. He's still pretty young. Um, um, Jeff, when, when your first time you were out, uh, Tom and I were talking about last year's free agent lefty and this year's free agent lefty. Yeah. Uh, Wood and Miley, no yeah. wins. Gave up a lot of runs and we're on the injured list more than anything. I know. So those guys, and you know, for what it's worth, Lorenzen has excelled these last two starts. Yeah. You 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 got to you got to give credit to Bell for making the start and Lorenzen for pitching as well as he did. I yeah. so for what it's worth, you know, let's say going to the offseason, do you look at Lorenzen and say, okay, we're gonna make him a number five starter? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. We, we don't know if Trevor Bauer is going to be back, but we know we got Sonny back. We know we got Castillo back. And um, Molly. And Molly's back. And then, you know, we don't know when we're going to see Nicoldolo and um, Hunter Green at the big league level. Not being able to pitch a year in like double or triple A this year yep. is certainly a, a, probably a setback there. I thought they were talking about bringing Hunter Green up for like a reliever here at the end yeah. of the season it no. never happened it's not 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 in this you're not going to go you're not going to put hunter green on the mound when you're in this situation yeah I it must mean, not have been ready right i mean yeah and and the bullpen's gotten better you know yeah. i mean i think i think that would be that, that's not going to happen now not not when you're in this playoff chase so um so yeah um who so we talked about who was who could play that vital role on the on the offense, and I think if I think you were right to do it that way, Tom, because pitching, it's like everybody's vital. I mean, right, every single game, you can't go out there and have a bad night. I mean, right. doesn't mean it doesn't mean some guys aren't going to give up some runs, and you're not, you know, we got to have four shutouts. We're not asking for that. But you can't go out there and start and give up seven runs in two innings. You can't come in and with a four-two lead and give up a grand slam. You know, you just can't do stuff. That that kind of stuff can't happen. I mean, if you're up four to two and a guy gives up a solo shot in the eighth inning, so be it. I mean, it happens. But I, I mean, Iglesias can't blow a save, and uh, Garrett can't come in and get load the bases and make Iglesias come in and have to get out of it, and. Sims can't come in and walk three guys and, you know, whatever. And, and the starters have to go six, you know, six or seven as usual. You know, that's, that's what has to happen. I mean, it's the, – the pitching staff is such a 
one guy can just destroy the whole night, you know? So anyway, well, it's 643. They're getting ready to start this Brewers game. You guys got any last minute thoughts so we can stop and go watch the game? I think the fun part always is not only watching the Reds and carrying this time of year, but you guys saw said it the other night on the text. It's scoreboard watching. It's getting to watch the other the other game. <laughs> I'm watching the TV. And I got my phone up, and I'm like, yep. I'm like hitting. The, I'm in the MLB. I, I use the MLB app. I don't know what everybody uses, but I use the MLB app, and I'm like clicking the scores tab. You know, like what are the scores? What are the scores? What are the scores? You know, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's kind of like why you play fantasy football is, is to see players all over the league. Yes. we actually get to do that in baseball right now. Right, they're gonna do it. Kim, you go first. They're gonna do it. You mean win tonight? No, get into the playoffs. I like their chances. I like their – especially with Molly going Friday. If Molly pitches like he has been, if Bauer bucks the trend on these three-day uh, rests, I like our chances. I'll say that. Okay. All right. I do too. I think – I think uh, the Giants and the Phillies are kind of on the outside looking in right now. And if the Reds go two and two, I don't think the Giants or Phillies are going to surpass them. And two and two might get you ahead of the Brewers too, especially if you beat the Brewers tonight. Um, I just, I just, I just, uh, you know, I'm going to be optimistic. They're going to get in. I'm optimistic. Um, Anything can happen. I could be wrong. We could all be wrong, but I'm optimistic that uh, they're going to find a way to get it done. I mean, they've won a couple games here lately. You know, they beat the White Sox in game one, lost game two, and it's like, are they going to just, like, fall apart now? And then they come out and, what, they what, they went seven to three, you know, a bunch of big hits and, and really stuck it to the White Sox in that third game. And it's like, okay, this team feels different all of a sudden. It was fun to, it was fine to win five in a row and beat the Pirates four of those. Yeah, six then, in a row. Or six, whatever it was, yeah. But four of those games were against the Pirates, right? Right, but, was, but to come out, split two games with the Sox, White Sox, and then win Game Three. Yep, that was big. They got the same. They got a chance to do the same thing with the Brewers series tonight. And if they do that, it's like this is kind of a, this is a different team, a different mentality. They're starting to understand how to win, guys. As we said, timely hitting and the pitching's still good. And those so two I think happen. I think if the Reds beat the Brewers tonight, they can go two and two and go to the playoffs. If they lose tonight, they need to win the final three. They might. And that's a tough – I think tonight is a huge game for the Reds. Okay. Bigger than people realize. The good thing is we got our best on the mound. Yeah. So. Right. And then I agree with you, but you know what? Everybody else has six games. Everybody else is playing like six games. The Cardinals might have to play eight. Yeah. We only have to play four. I don't know which I'd rather be in. Would I rather have more chances to win or fewer chances to lose? I think, I think I'd rather I think I'd rather have the wins in the bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're in the bank. Yeah. You're right about that. That, that that's that is true. They're, the red, we've got one more win in the bank than the Brewers do now. So um and the Cardinals. Cardinals have twenty seven wins. We have we have twenty eight. So all right. I'm hey, to be that. a Cincinnati to be a Cincinnati sports fan, you gotta be optimistic. So, <laughs> of course, we're optimistic. You have to be. 
I mean, you know, there's no other way to be because otherwise you'd never have anything to feel good about. <laughs> I know. So, anyway. All right, guys. Let's enjoy the game tonight. And uh, we'll uh, we get into playoffs here. Well, maybe we'll have to get together again next week and we'll playoff preview. So That'd be fun. We'll, be, we'll try to do that. So, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, um, tell your friends and neighbors – uh, your, your your favorite Reds fans about us and uh, uh, come on enjoy the fun so I predict that when we return we will no doubt be discussing the playoffs and as we always say go Reds go Reds <laughs>